Quinn. Great to have you in today. Very, very good Friday. So let me just start with this. Can you solve problems? Do you have that thing inside of you that just excites you to solve a problem that's that's in your life? Is, is there even a such thing as a solution? Do you think that there's a such thing as a solution? Well, let me tell you something. There is no such thing as a solution. There are only trade-offs. I see this all the time. Well, we need to fix our schools. You hear this in the community. We need to fix our roads. We need to do this. We need to do that within the community. Or you're at home in your house. Say, we need to fix the problem of our floors. We need a solution for our sinks. Or maybe you have a phone and you need to fix your phone. Your phone has a problem. What is the solution? There is no solution. There's no such thing as a solution. There are only trade-offs. Okay, so let me break it down. Let me unpack that idea. Because I think you're probably saying, Quinn, what are you talking about? Of course there's a solution. How else would you fix a problem? No, there are trade-offs. Okay, so let's take it. Let's start at your local community. You want to fix the roads. There's potholes. My cars are getting busted up in the potholes. These roads are awful. We need to fix it. What's the solution? Ah, we repave the road. Simple enough, right? No, that is not a solution because how do you repave the road? How do you pay for it? Probably through the tax dollars. Now, those tax dollars could be used for something else, something called opportunity cost, what you lose when you choose. Classic economic slogan. Your solution to fix the road by repaving the road is just a trade-off. You're just trading off that money that could be used for something else to fix the road. There's no such thing as a solution. Now, what about in your house? You want to get new windows. Your windows are dirty. Can't see through them. The dogs smudged them up. They're all scratched up. Nasty windows. Single pane. Well, the solution would be to get new windows. Well, no. Because there's no such thing As a solution, there are only trade-offs. You're trading the opportunity to buy something else, to use the money that you could use for something else to buy the windows. Now, what if you can make your window? What if you need a new door and you can make that door? You don't have to buy anything. What if it's that extreme? You can make your door. Let's say you don't have enough pants, but you know how to make pants and you make your pants. Well, still not a solution because it's a trade-off. You're trading your time that you could be using for something else to make those things. Now, just keep that in mind. There is no such thing as a solution. There are only trade-offs. So when you hear these things, when you hear people say, I can solve that problem, What they're really saying is, my trade-off is more important 
than somebody else's. That's all it is in politics, in business, in personal life. You can't solve a problem. There's no such thing as solving a problem. There is no solution. It's just a trade-off. And, and I'll get into three more things that you might hear from politicians, might hear from Democrats, might hear from some Republicans. I have three questions that will absolutely end any argument by foolish people that don't know what they're talking about. We'll get into that right now. Yeah. Well, here you want another example of a fake solution? Well, we need better health care. So what's the solution? Well, the Democrats say more taxes, more money. But since you listen to the show, now that you are properly educated to the truth, the ultimate fact there's no such thing as a solution, there are only trade-offs. Raising taxes is not the solution. What's the other side of it? Well, we need to make it private. We need to open up free market. That's the solution. Nope, actually, look, I prefer that option, but it's not the solution. Just keep that in mind. Okay, so you hear politicians, you hear school counsel, you hear your teachers tell you something. They tell you this is how to do it. This is how it's going to be done. This is the way we're going to do that. The first question you need to ask, and we have three, I have three perfectly crafted questions. Once you understand that there's no such thing as a solution, the next thing you should ask is, compared to what? Very powerful. Three words, compared to what? So I am, uh, let's say, I am the school council president. Let's pretend that. And I'm telling everybody, I'm telling the community that we need to update our gym. Our gym is crappy. That's the solution. That's how we make our school better. Update the gym. First thing we know, no such thing as a solution. Next thing we ask, compared to what? Why? What are you comparing updating the gym to? What ha you have to compare it to something. Okay, let's say minimum wage. Perfect example. We need $15 minimum wage. Compared to what? Why $15? We need healthcare for all. Compared to what? You have to compare it to something. So there's no such thing as a solution. There's only a trade-off. Next, compare it to something. Blanket statements are very easy to say but I guarantee they won't back it up. Next thing is very important, and this will particularly help destroy leftist arguments since this question doesn't really enter their mind. And it is, at what cost? See how easy these are to remember? Compared to what? Well, we need the blah, 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 blah legislation. Okay, compared to what? And at what cost? We need to save all the trees possible. Kind of a good thing, possibly. 
except for there's a huge industry about logging and housing and everything. So at what cost are you saving all the trees possible? Is it going to cost lives? Is it going to cost tremendous amount of money? Is it going to co- cost time and effort? Remember, there is no such thing as a solution. There's just trade-offs. So what is the ultimate trade-off here? At what cost? That's the second question. The final question that will presumably end any argument. If you get this far, when you're talking about talking to somebody about policy or somebody's talking to you about it or a politician's up there telling everybody the plan, everybody's on the same page, they want to build a new beautiful bridge. Okay, so you, you want to build a bridge. That's their quote solution. Nope, nope, trade-off. And a bridge compared to what? A tunnel? Compare, there's other things you can compare it to. And at what cost? Here in California, we have a, a little catastrophe of a plan. There's supposed to be a high-speed rail station. They're trying to build from like LA to Sacramento. And they want to build it. But as you know, government's not so good at being responsible with money. So they put a bid out and the bid goes to the lowest bidder. And they do a terrible job and basically didn't get anything done. So the cost is enormous. So if you were to ask someone about this super cool railroad system in California, at what cost is it going to be built? Well, it's, it's an insane amount of money, an insane waste of time, and it's going to be even more money. So the last thing you should ask is what is your evidence? What is your best piece of evidence? And I like to couple this last question. What is your best piece of evidence and what will it take to convince you otherwise? Now, I realize all these are kind of questions you would ask someone in a debate, but it could be just a non-confrontational debate setting. Somebody says something and you say, compared to what? That's the best car I've ever seen. Well, what are you comparing it to? That's what we need to do. We need to build, this is a good one, a wall. We need to build a wall. You hear that? But at what cost? Obviously, we can't have it too expensive, take too long to build, Because then that's too much of a cost. And what is the evidence? What is your best piece of evidence? And what would it take you to convince you otherwise? That's all you have to remember, my friends. There is no such thing as a solution. There are only trade-offs. What you lose when you choose, that's called opportunity cost. Very important thing in economics. You have $100 you spend it on something, you don't have that 100 anymore, and you can't spend it on something else. So you chose this, and you lost your other option. And the next thing, compared to what? Remember that, compared to what? What are they comparing it to? They say we need, the Democrats and other liberals say, we need to get rid of guns. Government buyback program. Compared to what? Compared to, they say, Australia. Yeah, guess what? They didn't actually buy back all the guns, only about a third of them. 
So your comparison is to a failed buyback program? Okay, and what's the cost? What's that going to cost us? Time and money, lives. And what is your best piece of evidence? Now, I've never found that I've even got that far to the evidence part because it'll, the name calling will start, will ensue. But that's what we have to keep in mind. What is your best piece of evidence? And if they give you something, then you say, okay, great. What would it take you to convince you otherwise? And if they are stupid enough to tell you what it is that will convince them, all you have to do is find it and show it to them. Then you checkmate them. Listen, my friends, I have studied for years about Democrats. I've studied them. I have been around them for years. I feel I have the proper analysis, the proper time, sufficient evidence to break them down, to tell you the difference between liberal and conservative, to just kind of wrap up who you're dealing with if you're arguing with either one. Honestly, I'll give you both sides. Essentially, the difference has to do with, I believe it truly has to do with poverty, and that's kind of where it starts, the poor. That's always where it starts. Politics is what have you done for me lately? That's the whole game. That's the name of the game. What have you done for me lately? And the Democrats, specifically the more liberal Democrats, there are some conservative, so we're talking about liberal. They are the ones who want to help the poor out by giving them things, by helping the poor people out. Now, now, at its root level, this is a noble thing. This is a good thing. But the problem is that Democrats often live in a world where they are so, they have so much hubris, their, their ego is so big that they don't realize that there are other options about how things are to go. And so if you don't agree with them, then you must be evil. You must be bad because they are good. They are the washed. They're the smart ones. When in reality, they're not any smarter than anybody else, but they're way more headstrong. So their whole thing is to help the poor out, not to make them less poor, not to help them out of poverty, but just to help them out, give them stuff, spread the wealth, distribution of wealth. That's the whole thing. Now, like I said, in its root form, noble, totally noble. It's fine to help people out with your own money, right? It's fine to donate to the church. It's fine to do this with your money, but it's not really moral. It's not really ethical. It's not right to 
take other people's money and do with it as you think is right, as your ideology thinks is right. In all cases, that's wrong. Yes, taxes are theft. Some taxes are necessary. But most of it's theft, and the distribution stuff is not really great. So that's the left. They want to help the poor. Not necessarily help them out of poverty, but give them stuff, make their life in poverty better. Okay? Now, on the right, conservatives, what they want to do, what we, since I consider myself a conservative, we want to prevent poverty. That's our goal. So, yes, we realize there's poverty, and we realize that the best way to prevent future poverty is not giving stuff out, is not helping people live in poverty, but preventing them from living in poverty. Preventing poverty. Making it so people will not go to poverty. This is not done through taxes, through regulation. This is done through business. Now, I realize the left and the right will never get along. I'm just helping you realize who you're dealing with. So the conservatives want to prevent poverty. They want to raise everybody's wealth, including the rich. Ooh, it's not a bad thing to say that because guess who owns the businesses that give people pay raises, that give people jobs? Yeah, it's the rich. They own the businesses. They took the chances. Okay? The whole thing is the left wants to help people survive in poverty because they're compassionate, but they won't give their own money. No, no, they'll do it with other people's money. It's very smart, very malicious though. Now the right realizes there is poverty and their solution to the current poverty is to prevent future poverty, which I think is more humane. Now you can have some uh, safety nets. But a safety net is not a hammock. That's the difference. So when you're talking to somebody, you're debating someone on the left, you have to realize what they believe. They believe they are morally, intellectually, more sophisticated, more superior. They are more, they're, they're just, they're cleaner. They're smarter than you. That's how they perceive themselves. And now anyone who doesn't agree with them is, is, is damned. They're, they don't care. They're, they're, they are not even people. That's how they kind of see it. I'm not joking with you. I've been through college. I've been through high school. I live in California. Trust me, I know about this. If you don't agree with them, they do not care. They don't take you seriously. They think you're stupid. They think you're unwashed. Because you don't want to be compassionate. And by the way, you can look this up. I don't have the stats in front of me, but you can look this up. Conservatives are far more generous, person by person, donations to charity than liberals. It's just true. It, it's probably because of faith, because we believe in helping people out, loving thy neighbor as thyself. That's kind of the thing. So if you're debating someone on the left, you have to realize they think you're stupid. They think you're scum. They don't care what you have to think because they know what's right. Even though there's no evidence on their side, there's nothing to back them up other than they know it's right. And since they know it's right, 
they're right. So, they, but they want to help the poor out. That's their whole thing. They always want to help the little guy out. Quote. Wow, other things go on. I'm not going to get into that. But but they want to make it more comfortable for the poor by taking from the rich. Conservatives want to bring everybody up and prevent poverty in the future, which we've done a pretty good job at. Just saying, look at uh, poverty rates in places where there's capitalism and look at poverty rates where there's cute little socialism. A little bit different. So that's that's kind of my, my thing, my analysis of the two. If I'm right on the money, I think that's, I, I think that's right because I've studied it. And if I'm off, eh, maybe I'm off. It's up to you to decide. Yep, that's it, my friends. That is 10 with Quinn. Probably the last one ever. Last one. Been a fun time. Fun thing to do. Thanks for joining me on 10 with Quinn.